0: Rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in and prepare to expand. Oh my goodness. You guys are in for a treat today. I cannot wait for this conversation. I'm so excited to share Dr. Kinga Niche. She is an award-winning international social psychologist and educator, as well as a speaker specializing in emotions, positive psychology, biohacking, and gender. Her work solves the myths of emotions by breaking down the complexity of social and culture concepts tied to the emotions. Through extraordinary research, she brings new ways of understanding how we can use emotions to be who we want to be create impact and flourish in life and business. With over 12 years of experience with hundreds of clients, she has developed the Ziva way method. The method combines social and positive psychology with strategy and mindfulness techniques to help clients create the life and the career they desire. Her private practice, Dr. Nish, helps women high achievers and leaders transform their minds and surroundings by leveraging the power of emotion through neuroscience and positive psychology. Uh, You know that we are about to have a serious conversation because she is like the um, elevated expert of all the things that I love to just completely nerd out on. Hello super expanders how are you doing how are you feeling today i personally am so so excited uh, we just need to dive straight into this i'm so excited to share dr kinga minish did i do it right yes right <laughs> we were close. Hold on. so we were practicing the name before i hit record guys so let's, I want you to say it so that they can really understand and know exactly properly how to say your last name.
1: (laughs) Sure. sure, No problem. It's Kinga Minish.
0: Yes. So this is really funny. So I actually have a fear of, of messing up names all of the time. So we we practiced it a few times (laughs) before we hit record, but uh, I'm so excited. You guys, she is just so talented. I had the pleasure of meeting kinga on a networking call i don't know a few months ago and we hit it off and have just made this deep connection and i'm really excited to share her with you so over here at the super expander you know we just just go straight for it so dr kinga tell us who are you at your core at your essence who is who is kinga (laughs)
1: that's a great question you know and I think that's a um I think that that question can trigger a lot of things eh? for a lot of people by the way (laughs) 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 so well done on it you know (laughs) but who am I um I am a person that really is all about creating joy and a place of belonging yeah I think that's, you know, like if uh, you would come over to my house and you would sit down in my house, you would feel like you belong. And that is actually really the, the core um, of me as trying to create a world for everyone to make them feel like they belong the way they are without having to change, without having to do anything else. And I think that the reason for that is a little bit also, you know, my own story and growing up and feeling like I don't belong for a really long time because I grew up as an immigrant and refugee in, in Germany. And it took me a while to understand that it is not anyone else's duty to make me feel like I belong, but I have to make myself feel like I belong. I also need to make myself feel like I am worthy the way I am. So yeah, at my core, it's uh, really this this deep-seated need of expanding people's minds actually into understanding that we are here to support one another and create a space in which we can have basically joy You know, I don't think even that it's all about success or doing something, but like this, you know, when everything is just going right and you just feel so, I don't know, maybe loose and not relaxed necessarily, but just like, just light. Just, you know, that feeling of lightness because everything is going and because you're looking left and right and you just see people being in the element. So I'm... I am all about finding not out who you are because I believe much more so that we are always in the process of changing but finding a way of continuously integrating the different pieces
0: of yourself so you can just flow. Ah, oh, that is beautiful. And you know the whole entire time I could literally feel that in my heart space which just we're all about authenticity. It's something that's one of my my top core values, and I could just feel how deeply, truly that really is who you are. And when I first met you, I, you know, I I felt it too. And what I love about what you're how you're communicating who you are at your core. And taking radical responsibility for your own happiness and your own joy. but being someone who welcomes people into that space is is really, really powerful and something that's so, so needed in this world. I also really love the fact the way that you described at the end there that we aren't just kind of one thing. It's this evolution, this this journey of growth and evolution of continuously becoming mm. who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which really ends up just naturally moving into the next piece because you have that the doctor that precedes your first name, and you've really found a beautiful way to bring your essence in to that level of supporting people. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Talk about what, how you, how you bring that level of who you are into your life's work. I'd love to, I'd love to know.
1: Ooh, um, honestly, this is just giving goosebumps this question. <laughs> I don't know why, let's see where this goes. <laughs> but yeah. Um, you know, so I have my PhD, and I've been doing research for, yeah, for 15 years now, for about 15 years now, on the topic of emotions. And um, I don't know if I was, and I'm still not. I'm not not the most emotional person, say it like that. Or I'm not the most sensitive person in that regard when we talk about emotions. You know, in I was born in Poland, grew up in Germany. (laughs) It's like, there's this cultural component to it, right? (laughs) But uh, I think that I was afraid of my emotions and I was afraid to be called weak and sensitive as a woman. Not, Not just as a human being, in particular, because I am a woman it just really freaked me out. Like I did not want anyone to see me as weak. And somewhere, maybe in my teenage years or somewhere, you know, I picked up that showing your emotions as a weakness and emotions are a weakness and making decisions based on your emotions as a weakness. I'm going to let that sit just for a second, because I think that, you know, it does resonate with a lot.
0: Oh, my goodness, I feel like you're speaking my language right here the whole entire time. I'm like that yeah. that must be why when we met, I was like, wow. We're yeah. like twin, twin flames here, <laughs> So
1: I, you know, I um came across this professor. Professor Besidenhut from South Africa he came to Germany and he was teaching a semester um, in Germany and it was all in English and I lived before in New York for a while I'm like oh how fun you know let's go and actually register for this and have um, have a seminar in English not just in German and uh, after spending with him you know a semester he came to me and he was like you should really look into emotions. I'm like, what an odd thing to say to me. (laughs) (laughs) Am I not the person that has been like trying to push this away? You know, it's like meditated, you know, at at that stage already for several years, I've been doing yoga. I've been trying to like do everything, you know, in order to kind of like understand my mind, deeper into my mind, you know, and like all of this. And now he's telling me I'm supposed to go into emotions, this irrational thing, you know, (laughs) But anyway, I mean, I, I considered it, you know, and I looked into it and then I had another professor and he is like, you know, like your master thesis, why don't you write about emotions, you know, in practice and like how we see it. And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Fine. <laughs> just everybody really tapping on my shoulder with these emotions. Yeah. So I did. And it was just the most fascinating experience and just started diving deeper and deeper. And so I started, you know, my, my research, my first research was very much based on the idea of, yes, we have this emotional component that is within us, but on the outside, you know, um, emotions are actually visible. We always say that they're invisible, but they are visible because they are making them, we are making them visible through how we speak, what kind of tone we use, what we do with, you know, with our facial expression, what we do with our body, what, you know, like how we, how we are acting and, um, so it was more so of, for example, just to give you an example on it, like doing being love, right? So you're not just loving someone, but you're also showing it that you're loving someone. Um, and you have to be, and you have to do something in order to make other people understand what you're trying to emotionally communicate. Yeah. You know? Ah. so that was like kind of like the beginning and then you know I started diving deeper into it and went into my PhD and wanted to understand more so how we as human beings create identity through using our emotions very much based on the premises you know like who like what you feel is who you are that's what we do quite often, you know, and that is unfortunately one of the reasons why we create trauma or why it becomes so difficult for us to let go of trauma because we interlink who we are with how we feel instead of understanding that how we feel and what more so what we feel is actually an internal compass for us, you know, to navigate us through space and time and, you know, between one another. So that just opened up a whole other dimension to the point that I made the bold statement in a the theory saying there is no such thing as being unemotional. And therefore, there is no such thing as a just rational decision.
0: Oh, we I like human- where you're going with this.
1: Yeah. So we as human beings, we are always emotional. Emotion- emotions are part of us just the last sentence on that, and I will give it over to you with it, is emotions means energy emotion. So it comes from the Latin word emoto, so in motion. And when you really look at it and you start thinking about it, emotions are chemical reactions within our body. They're moving around. They're not good or bad. They're not positive or negative. They are there. Yeah, sign of you living and interacting and being part of the society. The moment you don't have emotions anymore, you are not there anymore. So you need to use them and you need to use them as your internal energy that is moving you forward.
0: Wow, I think everybody needs to hit pause and go back and listen to that last little bit again. Right? Wow. I So I love the breakdown of that almost neutralizing emotions, right? In a way, right? I mean, they are still obviously powerful, but neutralizing them, not personalizing them, taking them personally, using them as information to guide, right? So it's like, again, that neutrality piece. And the whole time I'm listening to you and it's like these synergies with, with breath work and the power of moving those emotions through you, realizing them, feeling them, acknowledging them, allowing that information to integrate and then allowing them to leave.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow, that's, oh, I got chills right now. (laughs)
1: And it is, you know, what I love about it, you know, and the more I'm working on it, and um, I have a piece, you know, where um, an article where I describe the difference between emotions and feelings, you know, just to help people understand um, the, the difference, but also to go back to the simplicity of emotions. We just make it so often so complicated, but if we are understanding it as a form of energy, um... To the point where yesterday I was talking actually to someone from the university and I said, I really, I really need to figure out a way how we can measure emotions, you know, have like almost like an application and you can (laughs) attach it with your phone and it's telling you, this is actually what you are feeling, you know, this is the chemical reaction that you are having. And then understanding that the way we are interpreting it, um, so for example, uh, fear you know the opposite or the same same, same chemical reaction as excitement we're just giving it a different name yeah we're turning it to the words and the culture and where we are and how we've been socialized we're turning it in either or
0: yeah it's with the the lens with which you choose to see mm-hmm. the the spectrum of emotion so it's like that there's like polar opposites even though they're the same mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's interesting and fascinating. And I feel like, wow, can you imagine if kids had that that sort of technology so that they could just look and go, oh, I see that's what's happening in my body right now. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm attaching to it. But also then having the option to choose to Mm -hmm. say, oh, well, this is actually also excitement. Mm -hmm. I don't have to see this as fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, so powerful. I feel like the, the I mean there should be able to be technology like this when you think about it, because they have like the brain waves, uh, the muse headband. I use it when when I do breath work so that you can actually see that you've dropped into a, a theta state. So there's gotta be a way to to create this technology. It's
1: gotta. And I am, you know, like I am looking into it because I think it is for a lot of people, especially that went through trauma, you know, and a lot of people that have been um or that grew up in a family that was very very much just you know based on um on a mindset that follows just right and wrong
0: you know just like
1: the polarity um of it i mean you and i we are definitely in different spaces because for us it's all about breaking those parameters and you know being and giving ourselves the ability to see a wider spectrum of life than just right and wrong, you know, good or bad. But a lot of people that have grown up in families that are very strong in that, you know, very much enforcing that kind of thinking, you know, just really create a lot of pain. And so, you know, letting go and do you see, and that's where, where this interlink to your own identity comes in. You know, if you've grown up so long, so much with all of that you have to let go of a significant piece of yourself in order to step into a space in which you can be happier
0: yes they always say that um your old life is going to or your new life is going to cost you your old life right so as we're evolving there's these parts of us that you have to allow to fall away right i have a question for you have you joined the Super Expander free mentorship community? If not, what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing right now and text the word mentor to 202 918 your questions.
1: And I don't know if you have the same experience, but I have that sometimes, you know, the other day I had a session with a client of mine and um, I have a couple of exercises, you know, and I always say, you know, I'm going to poke you a little bit, you know, it's not going to be nice. (laughs) It's like, uh, (laughs) just trying to, you know, just to, just to kind of like prepare so they understand where at least, you know, some of the anger comes from but the anger in it, right? When you start like scratching on that surface of it where like they need to open it up and they know it. Uh, But the first thing that is there, like, how dare you? Like, why are you doing this to me? Like, why do you want me to feel this? And like in breath work, you know, I think that breath work in that regard just comes in as such an important tool because you can allow it to be so much easier.
0: Yep. And it just gets to move through you. It's it's super powerful in, in that way to allow your emotions to to surface and then just really breathe them out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's yes. amazing. So you're doing some really, really innovative and powerful things over there in your world, which really has my wheels turning on who in your life has been someone who's been a super expander, who's really been a catalyst showing you that this sort of innovation A was needed, but it was that it was for you. They really called you up.
1: Um, so, and I, unfortunately, I don't even remember her name anymore, but um, there were several people. The first one was the director of the Anne Frank Museum in Germany. I was 18 I think I was 18, somewhere along there. And I was working as a mediator um, in in the exhibition and we were doing specific programs against racism. And um, we were a small team that was trained in this very fantastic uh, technique. And the whole idea was, you know, it was like peer-to-peer mediation, so they didn't want to have uh psychologists or social workers that were a lot older than the teenagers and young people, you know, that were um practicing anti-Semitism or racism or you know any anything around the, uh, along those lines. And she came to me one day and she said, and she I knew it, I like you know, I could it, even though I didn't feel this in that moment, I had, I could feel that she came from a place of kindness and she really meant well. And she said to me that I needed to seriously change the way I was communicating with my co-facilitators and mediators, because my feedback was way too harsh. And um, she said, you know, it's like, I know that you're not arrogant, but it is being perceived as arrogance but it's for you just a form of protection. It's actually anger and you need to let go of that. And, and she said, and she's like, if you're not going to be able to let go of it, we're going to let go of you. Oh. right. <laughs> it was like straightforward. I mean, there was no, I mean, like considering that I was, yeah, but it was, the interesting thing is that I think that she knew that I was able to hold it and not take it, you know, like I didn't take it the wrong way. Like I didn't take it as this massive thing, oh, my God, I'm doing everything wrong, or you know, or they want to let go of me. But I took it really like I hear what she's saying, and I feel that what she's saying is right.
0: Well, I'm sitting there just thinking how much power there was in a direct communication, but with love. She said it with you to you with with love and with the real desire for you to evolve. Mm-hmm. into your fullest potential. And I'm thinking how many conversations in the world people need that. Mm-hmm. And what a gift that you re- had a conversation like that so so early in life mm-hmm. and that you were able to actually receive it and not necessarily personalize it, in personalize it, yes, and to step into your full potential, but not to take it as a an attack.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's. I don't think that it, I was that I was aware of it for a really long time. Kind of like what, um, what gift she actually gave me with this? And then there was a. I mean, there are now several people. I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing without several people in my life. But there was a second person, and it was actually my, um, you know, professor that was guiding me through my thesis, for my PhD thesis and um so funny I love writing I truly do I, I think actually I'm a writer you know like let's say I'm a writer I love writing I oh, love say coming that up again. with <laughs> idea you know yeah, yeah I am a writer <laughs> but because you know um German was my second language Right, um, It was my second language and not all teachers are equipped in handling immigrants or foreigners or however you want to say that. They're just not, I would say, majority isn't, unfortunately. And I was going through school with this story over my head when teachers were telling my parents that I won't be able to go through high school, you know, I won't be able to uh, finish high school and they should be happy if I will work as a, a clerk in a supermarket which you know what eight. Hey, this is there's nothing wrong with with any kind of job so this is already wrong you know to put in the status into it but also kind of like cutting someone's wings right because you're perceiving uh, a family in a, in a specific way yeah. and so when I was writing my phd My professor would ask me for parts of the chapters or for the chapters. And one day I said to him, like, listen, I did write it, but I haven't had yet the chance to go with the editor through it. So there are tons of mistakes in it. And I don't want to give it to you like that. And he responded, Kinga, who gives an F about grammatical mistakes? (laughs) this is not what we are about. He's like, it's about the ideas. I need to see that. You know, he's like, you have always great ideas. You need to be able to develop the theories. You need to, to able to go with it. He's like, stop carrying the story with you. Like you succeeded in you, in everything that everyone was telling you ever, that you're not going to be able to do it with ease. You walked through it. You are here. Just send it to me. Uh, and you know, it's it was just like this humongous weight that got lifted off my shoulders because he gave me permission to make mistakes.
0: that's oh, so beautiful. I just want to go hug him.
1: Yeah. And no, I I really I do I love him. Like to a certain degree, I really, really love him. I actually need to send him this episode afterwards. Like, <laughs> I, mean, you know, I love it yes I mean this this phenomenal person you know I also remember what he did like when I um, defended my thesis uh, and my parents came as well you know like my dad wasn't there my mom wasn't allowed to be there because she always tries to protect me if someone is attacking me but the whole point of defending your thesis is that someone is you know attacking it. but after um, after all of it happened you know they gave me my grades you know they congratulated me and like in Germany it, there's a very beautiful ceremony in it like they take you into the same uh, level by we we use a different version for you there's a very formal one and an informal one and once you get a PhD the professors come to you and then tell you basically that you can say you know you know in a, in a informal way like on the same level right it's just I don't know it's a neat thing you know it's like uh, verbally. Uh, yes. But he went to my parents and he said to my parents, this is not just something for her to celebrate. This is something for you to even more so celebrate because you created the space for her to be able to see that there are no boundaries for her." And I will never forget that because he did so much healing in few minutes, you know, for my entire family. Uh, It's beautiful. We need people like that.
0: Sorry. Oh my gosh, we do. Yeah. And now you now you're gonna have to you'll have to share this with him. Yeah. This story coming up, the impact and how it's really shaped you. Uh, wow. It's I love hearing stories of people like that. And then seeing really where it's it's thrust you into the what you're doing today. It's so powerful. Oh, I could just sit here and like think about that for just a moment. <laughs> so in all of this, all of the the evolution, the growth, the really stepping into a life that has no boundaries and really sharing that with other human beings. What is the feeling that you're going for every day that north stars and i always say feelings because you know a lot of times we like to set goals for ourselves and whatever they happen to be a lot of times they operate in the physical world but the only way that we're going to get there to them is when we are we are driven by those those feelings that move through us mm-hmm.
1: you know um i don't think that it can be described just with one feeling but it's more so of a state of being and i think it's just to be You know, um, we were in Jordan uh, just before the pandemic and we were in the desert in Jordan, which by the way, phenomenal place, phenomenal country, like really. But I was sitting in the desert in the morning. It was like 4.30 or something like that when the sun was coming up. and The desert eats up all noises. You know, it's like quiet. It's not like the same when you're at the sea and you're listening to the waves, you know? It's just like nothing. Uh, and you know, it's like when we we talk about that sometimes, also in meditation, right? When you're in meditation and you're bringing yourself in this into the space where everything like just expands and you feel like super small, but at the same time super light, you know, and like there is just nothing. Yeah, but it is at the same time this feeling of wholeness, and I think that's exactly what I'm, you know, what I'm going for is this. I want people to be able to just be without having to take on any roles any descriptions for themselves any kind of labels in a space where we are not
0: labeling
1: that's that's the kind of feeling i'm going for
0: i could feel that as you were describing it right before you said wholeness i all i was thinking was this like merging of oneness and then (laughs) and then you said it so yeah, so powerful, and I—it's funny because it, when you're talking about sitting in the desert, it's actually like you experience that suspension of time, where that feeling you actually get to experience it, where it almost feels like the earth and time, everything is ceasing, but yet here you are breathing and experiencing it. Wild makes me want to go. <laughs> yeah. No, we should we should actually do a
1: retreat there. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's. it's Magical I don't know I don't have any other words you know I mean we travel a lot but uh that place just like it um you know I mean even Petra you know like one of the oldest cities in the world just like be there and see it like see you know how they were managing water and everything and it really makes you humble and puts it into a different perspective because we believe that we are so far developed and civilized right and there you stand in a place that is like over five thousand years old, and they had swimming pools <laughs> so I'm like, in the desert. <laughs> like, <laughs> talk I'll be about really, innovation! Yeah, like, how are you really so innovative? You know, it's like,
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. So, as we kind of start to wind it down, because I know that you are have a. You're a busy, busy woman, and I'm so grateful that you were able to carve out the time to share your gifts, your talents, your light, and your wisdom with us. Mm-hmm. Are there any sort of parting words of wisdom, whether that's just just a golden nugget you'd like to share, or even if it's a thought of maybe something you might have shared with your younger self, some kind of advice?
1: You know, I think it's just a simple ass breathe more yeah breathe more
0: but with awareness ah well you know that I really love that advice
1: (laughs) (laughs) but no, I'm I'm being sincere like I know that that's your work you know I know that this is what you're doing but breath is what gives us space to understand breath gives us the understanding also that we have the power that we need to change things, that do to do things, to move things. I mean, um, in yoga, we call
0: it, you know, the uh, the essence of life, the force of life. Right. Yes, absolutely, life force. I think it's funny too, as you say that, and as as a, I think of breath being. It's you know, it's one of the only things that you can both do unconsciously or consciously so in each breath we actually have the choice to live fully Mm -hmm. or we have the choice to remain on autopilot Mm -hmm. and that's the defining difference of really creating a rich life or and one of purpose and one that at the end of our life that we'll be proud of and Mm -hmm. look back on with just fondness Mm -hmm. and impact and all the things that we've done yeah and it's the lesson you know i think that what you're saying
1: and you can take the lesson from it i think that we can choose no matter what we do to
0: just let it happen or participate in it yes co-creators i love that yeah i feel like we could probably sit here and talk for hours on hours i and have you know, everyone hanging on the edge of our seat with the conversations we're having, or at least we'll be enjoying it, but (laughs) (laughs) we will have to save the next conversation for the next episode. So you have some, some really big things that you're doing and coming up. So one, how can people find you if they want to get in your world and you have a really big project. I I think it's a perfect time to share that with them. Mm
1: best way to find me is truly through my website um and of course on linkedin and i mean i am sometimes on instagram i look over over it uh and uh so most of the social media platforms you can find me website is the best way um so com. I have a project where you can actually just, you know, do really connect also uh, in on live events and online events that we're doing through this project. So it's the Ziva Way Booker Zine. So it's more than a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> but where we are collecting the stories and tools from women all over the world and discussing them in a quarterly issue. And um, highlighting and amplifying women's voices through it, but through the magazine, but also on the website and in um, monthly expander, expending sessions. You know, accelerator. Actually, we're calling it accelerator sessions, uh, wow. which are for free to the community. So, if you are enrolled in receiving the the bookazine, you get also the invites to these sessions. All of it is currently free to the community and we are hoping that we can keep it that way. So you just sign up, um, you choose which newsletter you want to receive. There's nothing pre-signed up for you that I do want to share that because that's a very important value of mine. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, uh, we are going to be having a session with you, right? I'm going That's so I'm very much looking forward to that as well, but I'm trying to find a way to grow the space where people can learn from one another, but also share. So yeah.
0: I love that, a collaborative space. Ah, so such exciting things on the horizon so all of that information your links to both your website your social media um and then the bookazine the ziva way is going to be located in the show notes so everyone can find it there so make sure that you go over find Dr Kinga say hello and you know see what the the ziva way is all about
1: thank you thanks so much i really appreciate you having me today and I had no clue into which direction the
0: conversation will go. Wow, well, we never know. That's the, that's the beauty of the Super Expander podcast <laughs> over here. But it always turns out fabulous. Uh, so grateful for you. So grateful for taking the time. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.